Did you send that bug that you saw over in our house? Because now I have like a little one. Like, you know, I like around. to think I'm a witch, but I don't think I really am. All of you podcast. All things creepy, cryptic, otherworldly. You guys missed it, you listeners. We were just talking about all the puppy stuff, but I am <laughs> I am putting that on halt because the last episode was brought to you by Puppy Snuggles, and this one is not. No, unfortunately. I mean, everyone, every episode can be brought to you by Puppy Snuggles also because we're living in a sea of puppies every day. I can't get enough of her. She's awesome. We decided to name her Luna, and which is kind of witchy, kind of funky and harry potter um i let chris name her to be perfectly honest i mean it's his dog so and we're gonna call the other one sunshine so it's gonna be the moon and the sun and it's kind of fun i like that i also like how it could not be further from what you like literally here are the names you had and then sunshine is about uh i don't know maybe in new zealand like (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was going for like demon names what was it Split foot to sunshine. Yep. yep. Your Beatrix, you had uh, Elvira. Yeah, yeah. I had a Bellatrix once, and that's when I learned Mastiffs are not as easy to train as I thought they were going to be. They're cute, but they're stubborn. <laughs> I said no puppy talk. Damn it. What did I do? Look at the things I do to just distract you and talk puppies. It's great. It's great. You got to you got to bring in you rope in the listeners with puppy talk and then you hit them with some spooky Just stuff. Just reel it in. Guys, you're listening to Oddity Files the podcast. I'm Kitsy Duncan and I am Nick Floyd. And we are here to talk to you about creepy, cryptid, spooky, otherworldly stuff and things that's you know, we we try to go the creepy route, but we try not to make it so creepy that you need a dream catcher, right Nick? Listen, I have successfully removed the dream catcher from the bedroom. <laughs> We are making progress. Yay. <laughs> but the nightlight is on high. <laughs> uh, the night the nightlight's been on high since I was six years old. <laughs> I love it. Nothing changes. <laughs> Nothing ever changes. Uh, anything g- spooky going on in your world, Nick? Uh, you know, just uh, a little bit of rain, if you want to consider that spooky. Uh, no. Other than that, I am sitting here on a Monday night, drink or whatever day it is (laughs) (laughs) we're recording on monday we always record on monday but you guys hear us on friday (laughs) perfect there we go the cat's out of the bag is that the right expression (laughs) yeah i think so i don't know anymore (laughs) yep clearly i'm a shit show how are you doing this week (laughs) you know found out today that i may cut this out but found out today that my ex-husband has covid who visited with my son and my grandson and my daughter-in-law the day before they all came over to my house to celebrate that son's birth. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that fucker has been ruining my life for as long as I can fucking remember. <laughs> so I'm going to call the doctor and say, what do I need to do? I don't. I, uh, I thought that was all done. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was over. I did. So I'll let you know oh. next week if I have COVID, Nick. Thank God we're recording remotely. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That was, you know, I think no matter where this podcast goes today, 
that's gonna be the most shocking piece Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah i found that out about two hours ago i'm still pissed oh this is this is recent yeah yeah oh why you know why don't you uh, i don't okay yep my commentary is unwarranted He's he's an ex for a reason, and I've hated him for a really long time. So this just makes it worse. <laughs> Does he listen to the podcast? God, I hope so. Cause fuck you, Earl. <laughs> People tell your friends this is what you miss when you when you aren't listening to the Audio Files podcast. This is a it's perfect still segue. It's, it's not. Per- <laughs> it's not the COVID. What Anywho. a what an episode. What you know, we're all over the board, Nick, and that's what I love about this. I did I did actually make show notes, which I haven't done for a very long time, probably pretty much since quarantine happened. But so I can remember what to say and when to say it. So maybe let me know if I'm getting off track, Nick. Feel free to reel me in. Oh, I'm just an innocent bystander. I'm here for all of it. <laughs> You guys can find us on all the socials. We're Oddity Files on the Facebook. We have an... He's just cracking up. My segues are going to suck tonight because my brain is going, what the fuck is going on with my life right now? Oh. So yeah, facebook.com slash Oddity Files. You can find us there. Also, we have a Facebook fan group, which is called the Oddity Files fan group. Super easy. Click that you want to join. We'll let you in. Hey, Nick, what are our Instagram and Twitter? At oddity files on both it's easy it's the name of the podcast just go on the twitter and instagram please for the please. love of god yes yes <laughs> and we have a tiktok which i haven't updated in about a week i got it right yay um but yeah we uh i've been spending a lot of time on tiktok again looking at dog videos and teaching dogs how to use buttons to talk english with you which is if it's not paranormal i don't know what is can you imagine having a conversation with your dog how great would it be if the spirits in your home started to learn how to use these as well? So I did have they that like, thought. <laughs> they like you're, you think you're talking to your dog, but the the spirits in your house are trying to fuck with you and like tell you other things <laughs> through uh. the dog buttons. <laughs> so if you're wondering what the fuck I'm talking about with these dog buttons, check our Instagram stories. Um, every day the podcast drops, we put stories up that go along with the podcast and this will be episode 82 so if you're checking in a little late if you're still catching up if you're a late bloomer just coming to join us and hang out and have fun and listen to me bitch about shit welcome but also you can check out those videos i'm talking about my dog pressing the buttons uh on instagram at oddity files in our stories at the bottom of our page it shows highlights in every single episode i've ever recorded has a little storyline to go with it, which is kind of fun. I like that. It keeps it direct and and guides people where they need to go. I like it too. Nick, I think you should tell our fans about your your real good movie nights because we've we haven't talked about that in a hot minute. Oh Lord. Uh, well, you know, over on the Instagrams, uh, I do a uh, there's a website called realgood.com and they have a they're like the only, I believe it's the only website on the internet, on the entire internet that has a movie roulette wheel, uh, which is great. And you just spin it and you select your streaming services and it just goes. And so every night for the last 20 t- tonight will be round 29. Uh, I oh, have shit. spun the wheel. Yep. Yeah. 
To, it's, Have you come it's, across uh, any good like paranormal movies or creepy, scary movies? No big feats. Absolutely, absolutely not. There was one Irish ghost movie I watched. I'm pretty sure it's called like a ghost story or something. It was terrible. It was so bad. Like good terrible or like I can't I can't believe I just watched this terrible. I can't believe I just watched this terrible. It was <laughs> oh, Yeah, it, most of the horror has been pretty has been pretty gnarly. There was a movie I watched a week or so ago called The Skull and it was okay. an uh vintage horror movie and it was I I enjoyed it. It was very really? good. I liked it. Yeah. Like what, yeah, what when did it come out? Yeah, she said vintage is it like 70s, 80s or before that? I think it was like 67, I want to say. Ooh, that's the good stuff. Yeah, it was really cool. Like, nothing really happened. It was just about this haunted skull that killed people. Um, so suspenseful. It was, oh, it was great. Total suspense. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. That was a good one. But tonight, uh, I do it Monday through Thursday. So if anyone wants to join me in the fun, and we're doing it for um, some organizations this week, too. For, oh, for Black Lives Matter and um, and Campaign Zero, we're gonna be making some donations each night, so it's gonna be good. We're gonna have a good That's time. That's awesome! Yay! Very cool. And you're at I am Nick Floyd, correct? That's me. I like to keep awesome. things simple. Yeah, well, there you go. I do too. So, guys, have you heard of ParaboxMonthly.com? Get ready for this. It's kind of cool. Every box contains an amazing soft style paranormal T-shirt and a content card. These items also contain a hidden password. Okay, once discovered, it'll open up a new mystery online. How cool is that? If you can solve their challenge, you'll be entered into a monthly drawing for free merchandise. So cool. So here's all you need to do. You head to paraboxmonthly.com and add promo code oddityfiles, and you're set. Check it out. It's paraboxmonthly.com, promo code oddityfiles. Check it out. Yay. I have paranormal in the news. Are you down for some paranormal in the news? I would love some because the last two weeks have been great. I still I still can't stop thinking about last week's news. This one might 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 require a dream catcher. Um, this was went up today, actually, 13 hours ago, and today being Monday, our friend Susan Layton, who hangs out in the Out of the Files fan group, wrote this story for 1428elm.com, um, and the story is, horrifying screams were heard over Bryan, Texas during a lightning storm. Was it other, an otherworldly event or something closer to home? So these screams were, were heard coming out of the sky in Texas during a lightning storm. So it had residents so upset and panicking that they bombarded the local station KBTX with a barrage of phone calls demanding to know what was going on. Nobody knows. Let me see if I can find the video and I'll see if I can play the audio for you. Yeah, because I, I feel like screams... <sighs> I feel like that's a very vague statement. Eh. I want to know what a scream, because uh, lightning can sound like screams, I guess. Eh. Storm. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I'm scared. Okay, let me turn it up. Watch is going to play a commercial first because it's YouTube. Of course. Listen to this. There's a sound screaming. Like a, it's like a... It's like a scream. 
it's so freaking loud and it's coming from up in the air like up there it's been going on now. what is that can you hear it what in the heck i swear i saw like this thing when the lightning was flashing a second ago that's what fucking the insane fuck? dude that's coming from like up in the sky outside. nope I'll say no to that. Where was that at? Texas? Bryan, Texas? Yeah. Bryan, Texas. Yeah. It says, if you listen to the video, it would have been a supernatural event of some sort. The screams would have varied in pitch. The noise is extremely consistent. So, yeah. I'll uh, try to remember to send it to yeah. you later, Nick. It's kind of I'm insane. Gonna, I'm going to do my research. Usually when that stuff like that happens, the first place I go is like YouTube or Facebook and then search for similar um, uh, titles, like what would match. And I try to see if there's multiple angles of this video because if there's only one, boom, you've cracked it. It's not real. It's fake. Yeah. Well, there was, they did post an Instagram link on there as well. I couldn't get it to play for some reason earlier today. And I didn't try again just now. But that's fucking terror. Any noise from the sky for me is fucking terrifying. Have you heard those sounds? Just like, I think there's, it happened in Switzerland and different countries. I think it happened in the UK as well, where it just sounds like metal scraping against metal coming from the sky. It's fucking, I tried to do a story on it seven times, but I can't just, I just can't get it right to where I can like figure out what it really is. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty crazy. Unless this whole time, and hear me out. I know this is insane, but what if clouds are living things? This is me nodding my head, yes, contemplating this thought. No, I don't think so. Yeah, same. I, I, maybe, yeah. <laughs> like, imagine if you're a cloud. Like, people get killed getting electrocuted by lightning. If a cloud got struck by lightning, you'd probably scream too. Yeah. Yeah, I but, probably would. Yeah, that's. I know if it hit me in the head, I would scream for sure. I I would scream. I was like, well, when I went to listen to it at first, I was like, well, maybe it'll just happen once. But it's like every time the lightning flashes, it screams. And the fact that he he hears it coming from the sky, I mean, would you know that? Yeah, I feel like. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of questions. I feel like with a lot of these videos, there are a lot of questions, and it's like. How do we figure out what the answer to those questions are? Because how is his phone? I don't I don't see the video. I have to look it up. But like, how is his phone pointing at the sky? Like, would that be louder? Like, how would the microphone pick up something that clear unless it was so loud that it would can seriously cause concern in this entire town if it was that well, loud? They were all calling the guy. local TV station to ask him what the fuck. So I don't know. Interesting though. Like- yeah, we'll see. I, I think tomorrow is going to be the real joke. By the time this podcast comes out, I think we're really going to know where we're at with this because I think over the week more videos will roll in, and the you know, the news station might release some of the calls because I know they probably record calls and yeah. blah blah blah. So I think yeah, I feel like as we'll, we'll learn more. But if we don't, then it was fake. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. <laughs> and, and I think I instantly want it to be fake because it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want that in my life ever. I don't want we're we have rain coming. I don't want that to sound like that outside. No, 
God, no. Hey, if anybody's from Bryan, Texas or the close vicinity to Bryan, Texas, write us, drop us an email. It's oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. If you got video, send it to us. And but if it was, I just want to know if it was fucking real. That's it. Yeah. That's really it. If anybody else other than these two guys that posted these videos online have video of this, I'm going to start to think. But if it's just these two guys, because yep. the one guy was at his house and the other guy was just in some random parking lot. But I don't know how close, close they were to each other. Yeah, they could be related. They could be friends. I mean, listen, people have had a lot of time on their hands at home and have learned editing tools. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now's the time and, to fake stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, <sighs> yeah, I probably should do that real quick before this time runs out. <laughs> if I want to oh, go viral... Better- this is how to do it. Yeah, this is 100%. And like, I'm giving it like a three month like buffer. So when we are all allowed to go outside and stuff, like everybody, if there are an influx of Bigfoot sightings, I'm going to discredit all of them because people have had time to build the dopest Bigfoot costume <laughs> and they're going to go out and fool us all for like three, four months, make some quick bucks. Yes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. If it didn't happen <laughs> mid-quarantine when nobody could leave the fucking house, then it's not real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yep. Thank you. I appreciate you clarifying that, Nick. <laughs> I just, I, I like to set myself up for positive things and not disappointing things. So, Yeah, I like to set up for disappointing things. So if it's positive, yay. If it's not, it'd be like, I fucking told you so. <laughs> But, you know, that's what makes us different from each other. Yeah, but it works. I do want to give a shout out to our Patreon producers, who are Doug Malden-Locke, Ryan Hoke, and Donald Blanchflower. You guys are amazing. If anybody's wondering what our Patreon is, it's a really cool little place where we post these videos Nick and I take of ourselves when we're recording. I post, sometimes I do reviews of like, ghost hunting apps on the phone, or sometimes I'll just do a quick little behind the lens, no, behind the scenes type view of episodes that are up on Amazon Prime, or just whatever the fuck I feel like recording for that day. But if you'd like to check it out, it's patreon.com slash oddity files. So... I made a list today, people. I told Nick beforehand. I just want to make sure I've covered everything because I've quarantine made me lose my mind a little bit and I'm, I'm reeling it in. I'm getting things going. Oh, I know what I've been forgetting to fucking talk about. There's this ghost hunting show on Amazon Prime y'all should check out. It's called Oddity Files and it's awesome. <laughs> but be sure you check out season three first because that's got the really good stuff and I learned how to edit during season three. You'll, lo- you'll watch, you'll love us, you'll learn to like us, you'll like our, our methods and how we ghost hunt. And then you go back and watch season one and season two because my editing was not the best in those two seasons. But you'll bear with us because you might like us. That was it's a true. really long way to say watch Oddity Files on Amazon Prime. It's never too long. It's also a great, great time to to really shed light on how much you do and how much work you're doing with your editing and the podcast. It's just, you're an impressive human being. Oh God, no. 
I just need something to do to occupy my time so I don't think about scary shit. <laughs> not, I'm not even talking paranormal scary shit. I'm talking about the fucking world right now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. So hardcore, hardcore editing and recording and all the stuff and all the things. <laughs> my story's not real long this week either, so I'll stretch. How's that sound? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think mine was going to be long, but I think mine is longer than I thought it would be. But still, probably I'll fly through it. I know who goes first this week. I do because too. I did research. You did, yay! <laughs> you got stories. Oh wait, oh shit! I thought it was you. Oh, it is no. Yep, you're right. Fuck. Ha! <laughs> One for me. <laughs> Literally, it says on my pad, "Me first, me first. I'm like Nick. He got stories. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was it's so confident. If you would have told me I'm wrong, I would have said no. <laughs> I felt so confident in saying that I knew exactly who was going to go this week. You're right. And you did. I did not. So yay. <laughs> That's why I keep you around. Not only are you cute, you know shit. <laughs> oh, geez, Louise. Getting me, <laughs> making me all red. Okay, so I actually named my story this week, oh. and it's called Rando Knots Roll Out. <laughs> <laughs> because I had to throw something nerdy in there. So have you heard of Randonautica? I, I have never in my life, so I'm very ready. <laughs> it's brand fucking new. It just came out in April. So oh. I just found out about the Randonautica app. And if you haven't heard of that, sit back for what peeps are calling a wild ride. I haven't tried it yet, but I decided to do all the research first to see what it's all about. And that research goes a little something like this. Randonauting is a way to turn the world around you into an adventure. Stemming from research, of the Phantom Project, Randonautica was created to send a randonaut outside of their day-to-day -day routine by using a quantum random number generator to derive a coordinate to journey to. Early results are showing there might be more mind-matter interaction than we once knew between your phone and your mind. The Randonauts Whoa. movement is a global phenomenon at this point. And I just heard of it two days ago. <laughs> so for many, the appeal, nope, the appeal of a Randonauting comes with the opportunity to encounter coincidences and patterns that provide a deeper meaning or insight into real life events and dilemmas. This is directly from their website. That's why this sounds nothing like me because I couldn't <laughs> turn this into my speak. Okay, instead of standard random number generators, which can never totally be random, the Randonautica app uses quantum random number generators, including the Australian National University quantum random number server the numbers themselves are generated in real time in the lab by measuring the quantum fluctuations of the vacuum 
And it's that quantum mechanic that makes them theoretically truly random. What the fuck? I have I have one I have one question. I might not have an answer. How much does it cost? It's free. Oh, well shit. How are they getting all those numbers and paying all those data analysts then? And and the Australian National University. Come on, people. <laughs> so right now the app is in beta phase with the promise of the official app being launched later this summer, 2020. Rando Nodding is using a random number generator to produce specific coordinates with a set radius of your current location that you can travel to as a way of exploring the world around you. People gather these coordinates through a dedicated app, Randonautica, where they can further define what they want to encounter. So the app is said to be based on phantom theory, like I said. It's said to be based on an attempt to research spaces outside predetermined probability tunnels of the holistic world and has become a fully functional reality tunnel creating machine that digs holes in the wonderland. I feel like okay, it's a really fancy, fancy way of saying like, oh, Geocaching? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My dog is very un- uncomfortable by this. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I, I feel like I like when quarantine started, I just get in my car and I'm like, turn left, turn right, go this way, go that. I feel like this is someone just fancily saying like, hey, go outside and like explore. <laughs> that is 1 million percent what this is. But unlike geocaching, it's all random location. Sometimes it sends you to some person's house, which I'll get into all that. So oh, it's a mouthful of all the world words that's all from their website so the creators themselves don't even claim to know exactly how it works yet okay great yeah Yeah. but here's a quick rundown on what you're supposed to do so you open the app and you pretty much allegedly design your own adventure there are some options you can choose like what kind of location or energy you want and you have your choice between an attractor a void, or an anomaly. So an attractor is a dense cluster of random points. A void is the opposite. And it really doesn't even say what these fucking points are. This, I feel like this is all just a bunch of big words to fuck with people like me. I'm like, wow, that sounds really smart. I should try it. <laughs> That's the secret, though. That's why people like the movie Inception. <laughs> well, I, it was okay. Give me, um, what was the... Uh, the move the Shutter Island any day I'll take that any day oh yeah well Inception was like the movie that everyone left and they're like wow there were so many big words and plot devices that I really didn't understand but everyone else likes it so I do too see that's how I feel people felt about Avatar that's why I've never seen it I'm like everybody else likes it that means I'm gonna hate it (laughs) I'm that bitch Okay, so so back to random nodding, shall (laughs) we? Okay. (laughs) So an attractor is a dense cluster of random points. A void is the opposite, and anomalies are the strongest out of both, the attractor and the void. So what I'm gathering here, so I'm going to kind of break this down to kitsy speak, is it's different kinds of energy, but 
if I'm truthful, I watched all the creator, the guy who created this app, all his TikTok videos and Q&As on TikTok. And it only, honestly sounds like he's just making stuff up as he goes. So once you make the selection, you're supposed to set an intention, which I love this part. So you set an intention before you select all the buttons and you say, show me something creepy or show me purple or show me something creative, show me anything. Could be, your intention could be absolutely anything. Then you choose how many different locations you want the app to point you to. So it can be between one and four. And then the quantum random number generator is supposed to choose your spot with your unsaid intention in mind. The only explanation of the quantum random generator that I can really find what this thing is, is they call it a laser in a vacuum kind of device. Okay, sure. So. Uh, what the actual <laughs> fuck? I know. I'm really just doing this story so I can put it, put hashtag rando knots and get all the clicks. Not going to lie. But it does get better. I have great stories of people who have done this, who believe it's magical and this, that, and the other. So you then let the app generate your rando knot adventure. So loads of science-ish kind of sort of type of stuff. Then you go to the location. The app makes it super easy as well because you just open it up in Google Maps. Like I opened it up the first day I tried it, I opened it up and it was like a nine minute walk from my house across the street and into some woods. Did I go? No, still not ready yet. People say this is some life changing shit like Inception. So. <laughs> oh my God. There's so many twists and turns. I like. And if y'all are still with me, God love you. Cause that was a lot of fucking words, but I'm, I swear almost to the good stuff. So. Now that you're just as confused as I am about what the actual app does, let's go into the fun and um, what some say this is creepy stuff. This shit has gone viral. I mean, TikTok is full of this shit. Everybody who posts their rando not adventures is getting like 50,000 views and likes. It's absolutely insane. You just search for the hashtag rando notting and the kids are having a blast and talking about their creepy adventures everywhere, saying it's taking them out of the life simulation. Mm -hmm. All right, there's, there's, there's problem numero uno. <laughs> the people who are, who are using the app are saying that it is removing them from the simulation, mm -hmm. which means they believe in simulation theory. What is simulation theory? Is it a, a quick talk or not? It, yeah, it's, I mean, like, it's like the, it's the idea, it's the honest idea that we are basically living in the matrix, that this okay. is a simulation. And there, there are layers, the, the, there are two different layers. There's solipsism, which you believe truly, personally, 110%, that you are the only one that's real and that everything else in your view is not rendered and are a part of your simulation specifically. Okay. People really but, think that? Yes. There are people who truly believe in solipsism or they're just the, the basic kind of uh, even plain people who just think that all of this is a simulation and one day we're going to wake up and see in that a it's, box somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They were hooked up to a machine. So I wonder how many people thought that before the movie matrix. I feel like, 
three? I mean, I feel like Y2K was as big of a deal because I think people kind of had those ideas. Because even like in the 70s and 80s, there were movies that were about like the idea of we're living in a game or we're living in this or we're living in that and and all that stuff. I mean, like Arnold Schwarzenegger was in a couple movies uh, before The Matrix came out where it was yeah. sort of that alternate world simulation computer type thing i mean like videodrome is a great example of like an older movie that's like that but yeah that i am I'm, I'm weary that someone said that it makes them feel like they're a vacation from your, their simulation i'm like all right settle yeah. down well some some people th- this i didn't put this in here but some people are saying that you find glitches in the matrix when you go to the, some of these locations um some of these people say that it the spots they go to are just completely filled with paranormal activity i mean it's all over the charts what people and when i say people i mean mostly children between the ages of 13 to 25 ish so uh, that seems to be the the key demographic for this app is a lot of kids that had nothing to do during quarantine but it's still a fun ride it really is. So I found some stories on Reddit and um, some really fun videos on TikTok. So this is when it gets to the good stuff where I can tell you what these people think they were that was happening while they were doing things. So the first one is a story I found on Reddit. And the girl says, this morning, my friends and I were bored and quite hungover from the night before. So we were laying around, ignoring each other and watching TikTok. T- can't say that fucking word. TikTok. <laughs> as good hungover friends do. I came across a video of someone using Randonautica, which was my first time hearing of it. The video was a girl who was trying to drive to a water tower, but a dog was standing completely still in her way for a very long time. Now I did see this TikTok video. The dog is looking at them and not moving. She goes away from it. She goes back to it. She goes away from it. She goes back to it. And she said it was there for five minutes and never moved white dog which was kind of creepy uh, so. that white dogs that's that's like um oh shit that white dog is um i feel like there was some rabbit hole i fell down on reddit that's like the white rabbit can be and is can be anything oh so it's like if you see any white animal i think there i think there was like an old episode of twin peaks where there's like a white panther or like there's some sort of sci-fi movie where it was about like simulation and about parallel universes. And it's like, if you see a white animal, it symbol, it symbolizes the white rabbit. Okay. That, well, that makes complete sense. Why some of the other videos I watched people were freaking out when a white dog just white walks up to their car. Holy yep. shit. I've got a whole new rabbit hole myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Welcome to my life. The constant gears <laughs> turning. And I'm just like, I don't have time or space in my brain for all the weird shit. I in hear the world. <laughs> Okay, so uh, she went on to talk about this video. So she, sa- she said, the, being the thrill, thrill seeker that I am, I wanted to see something scary. So I got the girls up. We clicked a couple random buttons to get a random location in the app. We really didn't know how it worked. And we didn't set an intention. We just kind of went for it. Regardless, we were all hoping to see something scary like we saw on TikTok. So we began driving to our location, but it was an odd spot because it was where we were supposed to get onto the highway. We knew we wouldn't be able to park there, so we had no clue what to expect. Sure enough, as we were getting on, a busted old white van merges next to us and an old bald 
sickly looking sinister man stared into our souls as we drove next to him. Words can't explain how scary it was at the time. He was now driving behind us, so I was ready to be part of a high-speed car chase. Sure enough, he gets on the ramp to exit next to us and goes away. Even then, he was about 20 feet above us on the ramp. I looked up, and he was still looking at us dead in the eye with the same look. Coincidence? Probably. So another one was, today I set out on my first adventure. I was wondering if anyone had any strange experiences on their way to their destination. When I set out, I was about two minutes into my drive and my mirror detached from my side mirror, not the entire thing, just a mirror piece, really freaked me out. Then the music I was playing, phone connected via USB, would play for one minute, then the song would restart. Neither of the these things have ever happened to me before. I read some stories about people's cars breaking down and such. It felt eerie, almost like a sign, and I felt unsteady and went home and deleted the app. Eh, coincidence? Maybe. Forgot. I feel to like that mind. is. I'm also downloading the app right now. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> kind of wish we lived a little closer. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I feel like I, I couldn't do it alone. Oh, look, at, I type R in the App Store, and the first thing that comes up is this rando Nautica. It's, it's hot right now. So this is a video I saw on TikTok. It showed two girls driving out to the spot the app sent them to, and they see one single man walk out of the dense woods. This is all at night, and start walking to their car. So they threw the car in reverse to get out of Dodge, and the guy ran after them. The entire thing was caught on their backup camera. Now, those girls may have been trespassing. However, scary. Is that video on the internet? It's, it's on TikTok. Oh, my God. You, you I... search for Randonautica on TikTok, TikTok, all the stuff and all the things. All children, but still entertaining as fuck. My, I mean, my philosophy is like how... Like, if you give people the opportunity, so, like, say I want to start an app, right? I want to start Rando Nautica and do this thing. Like, what do I want it to do? What will make it go viral? Well, let's make some creepy shit happen. And yeah. Realistically, only about a dozen videos are gonna are really going to make it through the mold and go viral. So, it's like, if they wanted, they could hire, like, a dozen groups of kids who'd be like, you want to be a part of this thing? And then, boom, the viral trends on TikTok, or the, the app tr goes viral and trends on TikTok, and everyone wants to download it because they're seeing these, like, 10 to 12 experiences, and they think they're going to get one, too. Yeah, I mean, the, the one, like, one of the first ones I saw was the thing with that dog that was there for five minutes, and, like, the first story I read on Reddit was about that exact same video. So you, you may be onto something here. Yeah. And I, it's honestly mind over matter with, with this stuff. So another one uh, that's my favorite on TikTok, two girls in bikes set the intention of kittens because they were literally like 12. They're on their bicycles and they do the Randonautica app and they say their intention is kittens. And they found, when they got there, they found a bunny, but were like, oh, bunny's not a kitten. Until they were leaving, they notice a boat leaning up against a house named Kitty Rescue. 
they were shook, their words, not mine, to say the least. (laughs) What? Are you kidding? You didn't come up with that word? (laughs) No, I don't even know what the fuck it means. Um, (laughs) So another one had a couple of 20-something. So, you know, they're graduating into the millennials or whatever they're called these days. I don't know. (laughs) They find an abandoned house after setting their intention for creepy and scary in the woods. They went on and on about how they felt unbalanced and nauseous the entire time. The house looks like the place was just like up and abandoned 40 years ago and absolutely everything was left behind. And then they walked into what looked like a nursery, again, like 40 years, and they hear a music box go off. And they took off screaming, not gonna lie, like I said, that one, this one is now my favorite. Oh my God. I, I want to do it so bad, but like, I want to do one that's like happy. <laughs> well, that's what you set your intention for is happy. They, they wanted creepy and scary, but the girls who I wanted want, the kittens yeah. found kitty rescued the boat. So, I mean, it might that's be a I thing. Want. Okay. One more quickie. A girl said she had a panic attack earlier in the day about not having enough money. She said she was crying to her mom again, child. She might've been driving or she might've been in the passenger seat. I couldn't tell by the video. So she set her intention for hope. Her first trip sent her to a super rich neighborhood, her words, not mine. And the second took her to a sign where she found $30 folded up and on the ground under the sign. Uh, uh, I'm going to try that one. Yeah, that's what (laughs) Hope. Yes, hope and money, please. And thank you. Hope, $30, please. Thank you. (laughs) But then I made the mistake of checking YouTube for some fun stories and beware loads of teeny boppers to early 20 somethings that are quote unquote influencers and are allegedly having life-changing experiences with Rondo Knot as well. So the thing of it is, is so the, the logo for Rondo Nautica is an owl and people, every time they go, not every time, but several people are finding random paintings of owls or statues of owls. And like I saw one on TikTok today that was out in the middle of a field and you have one of those owls. I used to have one to keep the birds off my patio. So I don't know. Maybe it is something. Maybe it isn't. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, um, I'm real weary of the owls. The owls are a very, uh, very heavy in the simulation theory game but also very heavy in like the new world order type thing so i'm very weary of anything owl related so this could be some weird shit okay i didn't know that either i thought it was just their logo so oh owls so my thoughts on this are it gets people adventuring which is always good i think it might help people understand what intention setting is which is legit a good thing and i really don't see anything bad coming of that as long as they're not you know harmful intentions but it seems like everybody's either they want to be scared or they want something good to happen so it nothing hateful or hurtful is coming from this so far and and sometimes that life is more than just a coincidence and maybe you know this younger generation I'm a big intention setter myself. I have a intention candle behind me that burns 24 seven every day. It's a black candle. I put my intentions into it. And sometimes 
it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, I think intentions are a good thing. I think it's a neat concept and the internet has made it a much bigger deal than it probably actually is. But it's cool, a cool fun fad at the moment and I'm I will give it a try, but I'm probably going to wait and see if Carter can come over and walk nine minutes away into the woods with me rather than going by myself just in case, you know, there is a glitch in the matrix and I fall into it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we need to do it before we record next week. I feel like we should okay. we should each have an experience whether we experience nothing. Yes. Um, I think we should we should use it and then share what happened. Okay. Homework. Homework. We should take video too. Yeah, I don't have TikTok and I refuse to download it, but Well just text me. <laughs> I will I will record the video in full on my mobile device. Fantastic. But if anybody <laughs> out there has tried it, I want to hear your random knot adventures. So send them into oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. And apparently next week Nick and I are gonna have our own rando nautica adventures and we will be able to call ourselves rando knots but my ring wingmen for this story were my friend sarah jane from vr paranormal reddit youtube tiktok randonautica.com and weird.co.uk so if you bear through all the science shit it's fun yeah I feel like I feel like you hit the nail on the head though with, with with what it truly is. I think that it's it is a it's I think because I, very quickly I like when I was downloading the app I saw the company Flux who put the app out and then looked at the other two apps and they have like a quiz app and then like another productivity app and I feel like it it doesn't really do anything. I feel like it's just random points that I think are teaching about intention and you know coincidence and things like that and. Yeah. stuff i feel like if it's kind of encouraging kids to get out and explore because we don't really have that anymore i feel like people aren't doing that and i totally agree yeah i feel like i feel like this is what's gonna get people out again because when you know when we were kids like i you know i was always outside i was always wandering around the woods i was always taking paths down you know new housing developments and exploring yeah. but like kids just don't do that nowadays so right yeah but my kids were big this, video yeah. gamers Yep. They became adults and my daughter's traipsing all over the world in her tiny camper, but <laughs> Yep. That's but that like that's so cool that she's doing that. Because I don't know if anyone would I mean like tiny homes are I guess a thing and like everyone's interested in that and like young kids are like, That's what I wanna do. When I'm old enough, I'm gonna have a tiny home and it's like cool. But what do you, where are you gonna go? What are you gonna explore? Like, do you even care? And I feel like this is getting people to, to do that. Yeah. So but as far as the spooky stuff, I don't know. We'll find out, but. Yeah, I think it's fun. And I, I mean, if you've got this intention in your head, it, like if you think about buying a red Toyota, you see 5 million red Toyotas all the time. You're like, God damn, everybody's got this car. I don't know if I want that car anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's, it's, it's, it's a consciousness of sorts without getting too spiritual, but you're, you yeah. bring it to light and thinking about it brings it to light. I guess so, yep. but the owls have me fucking creeped out now, Nick. Yeah. The owls are a big no, no for me, but yeah, I think that like unlocking the mind is a huge thing. And I do think like when you want a car and then you see that that's a perfect example, it's like you see the car over and over, but it also goes back to like the whole bloody Mary thing. It's like, if you 
the illusion was that if you turn off a light and turn on a light, you automatically, like your eyes have to adjust and they can do weird things. And if you put an image in your mind, you can see that image because you're thinking of that image. So I think okay. that like this is a big piece where it's like, if you go into this location with the intention yeah. that this is what you're going to get, you are going to find it no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. Now, one of the girls... I, I had a little thing written up about their, their little adventure, but they went and they found like this little area that had like a rug laid out underneath all these leaves and like a chair just sitting. And they started just like moving shit around. And they're like, oh, it feels hollow under this rug. And they lift. I'm like, girls, get the fuck out, serial killer. Okay? Be careful. Anybody yeah. who decides to try this, please be careful. But if you do try it, send us an email. Yeah. Yeah, please. And we'll, we'll definitely try it. I'm not, I might not try the spooky stuff, uh, but I will try to go find $30 for sure. Same. I'm going to look for creativity so I can write a fucking book. <laughs> then you better be doing the spooky ones all day long. <laughs> so I was worried about doing this one because it was so sciencey in the beginning, but I felt like I had to set the vibe they're trying to give off with it before I got into the fun little stories. But I, I think it's neat, and I think I like the fact that it's it's brand fucking new, and it could be something, but we don't know. So yeah, yeah, I I'm I'm very interested. It has my attention, and I'm definitely willing to try it out. Yay! You got stories? I got a story. It's it's probably going to be shorter than I expect because I I imagine it's a story that we're all very familiar with by this time. So this one is this one. It was interesting. This was a, this is a story from not too too long ago and this was always something for me that that was interesting and I, the reason why it kind of came to me for the podcast is because my mind was wandering this weekend about this exact story and if there was some sort of answer to mm. what had happened interest peaked yeah it's very it's fascinating so a little background on this a couple with three children purchased their dream home in Westfield New Jersey in 2014 the $1.2 million home came with six bedrooms, three bathrooms, and was located at the now famous 657 Boulevard in New Jersey. Okay. Uh, and it was just a few blocks from the wife's childhood home, believe it or not. The house was everything that the family had wished, perhaps even more. However, just three days after they closed, an anonymous letter arrived in their precious new home. Uh-oh. That can't be good. Pretty crazy. It all goes downhill from here. <laughs> like all stories do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Before before moving in, Derek and Maria Broadus, I'm assuming is, is how to say it correctly, were doing sure. some renovations in the house. One July night, Derek was finishing up painting when he checked the mail. As expected, there wasn't much inside except for a few bills and a white card-shaped envelope that was addressed, quote, the new owner in thick, clumsy handwriting. No. Hmm. The, <laughs> the letter started off by giving a welcoming vibe to the newly owners, and it went a little something like this. Yay. Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. That's the beginning. Wonderful. Okay. Sounds sweet. I'm sure they might have. They were looking for brownies after that. Something. Yeah, sure. We'll say that. 
<laughs> Once Derek continued reading the letter, it became eerily alarming. Oh, and this is the right. rest of that letter. How did you end up here? Did 657 Boulevard call to you with its force within? 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, and as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. No. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s and my father in the 1960s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. Oh my fucking God. I would immediately call the police. Is there a return address? Can you fingerprint this? Can you dust it for DNA? Dust it for fingerprints. Check for DNA. Sorry. (laughs) All of the things. It's crazy because it seems like a bad omen right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, And that wasn't even the end of the letter. The letter went on to describe the family's Honda minivan. And it pointed out the renovations that the couple had already begun in the house just just after being there for three days. No. Yes. So what's going on inside the house? This fucker knows. Whose grandfather would have known, whose father before that would have known. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, He even, it, this person, the watcher is what we'll call them, even said that by doing so with the renovations, they're going to make the house upset, continuing (gasps) to warn them over and over with a little warning that read something like this. I see already that you have flooded 657 Boulevard with contractors so that you can destroy the house as it was supposed to be. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Bad move. You don't want to make 657 Boulevard unhappy. Oh my God. (laughs) I would be terrified. It's the craziest thing. I, 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 when I initially read the story when it happened and this article that, that I'm pulling everything from was written last year, but this was 2014. And I remember reading about it and it was a thing that had happened. And then you really didn't hear about it again. Um, It just happened and then just went away. And apparently over the years, this story just kept developing and developing and developing. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, One day Derek and Maria, along with their three children, ages five, eight and 10 had gone to the house where the couple chatted with the neighbors and the kids ran around the backyard amongst other neighborhood children. The writer did not miss mentioning this in the letter. No. All in the first letter stating you have children. I have seen them. So far, I think there are three that I have counted. Do you need to fill the house with the, with the young blood I requested? Better oh for me. <laughs> was your old house too small for the growing family, or was it greed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. This is terrifying, Nick. <laughs> this is just the first letter. Like, imagine moving into this house and getting this letter and just reading this letter for <laughs> That's like your welcome no. letter. It's, it seems like it's th- we're three letters in is where I'm at. That's how scared I am. Okay. Yeah. So the, the letter finishes off with the watcher claiming that he or she could be anybody. He or she could be looking out of many windows. He or she could be the one strolling by. And 
the writer finishes off the letter by signing it in cursive, The Watcher. Oh, my so God. That is our introduction okay. to The Watcher. Now, mm-hmm. it continues to get crazier and crazier. Upon the letter, the couple became frightened about the whereabouts of the so-called The Watcher. Yeah. Derek contacted police, who then questioned him if he had any enemies that would have a cause to hurt him or his family, which he denied. They recommended safety precautions in order to prevent mischief from the Watcher for now. Once returning to their old home back in Westfield, the couple decided to reach out to the previous owners that had sold them the house, John and Andrea Woods. They wrote an email where they questioned if they knew the identity and motive of the Watcher. The Woods family explained they had never received any letter like that in the the 23 years of living in the house, except once, a few days before moving out. Get the fuck out! (laughs) They mentioned they had never felt watched in the more than two decades that they rarely felt the need to lock their doors. The Woods found the letter odd, but threw it away without much concern. Jesus. (laughs) They're like, we're moving. Doesn't matter. Yeah, they're like, who cares? Like, whatever. I feel like that's how not all, my problem anymore. All like horror movies, literally, when these, when like they're about to sell these houses, we don't see the families before the house, and I bet they're just like, who cares? Let's let's move out. Not my problem anymore. <laughs> yep. Uh, on the same day, the Woods accompany Maria to the police station to report the letters. It is there where Detective Leonard Lugo advised her not to tell anyone about them, including her new neighbors, as they were now suspects. A oh, second letter. Snap. Yep. A second letter was mailed where it described the Broadduses in more detail. The letter included the family name, although misspelled, their children's birth order and nicknames, along with seeing the couple's daughter painting in an enclosed porch space and asking them if she was the artist from the family. The watcher became even stalkerish to the family, like the fact that the children's nicknames were included, which seems more creepy than their knowing than knowing their legal names. The letter continued by saying the following, It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you found all of the secrets it holds? Will the young blood <gasps> where the will the young blood play in the basement, or are they too afraid to go down there alone? I would be very afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. Will they sleep in the attic, or will you all sleep on the second floor? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will keep. It'll help me know who is in which bedroom, and then I can plan better. Oh my! First, dude has to be living in their basement. I'm just saying. He doesn't want anybody down there. Probably some just dudes just like squatter. No, I don't know. This is scary. I'm trying to make it funny and I can't make it work. It's it's crazy because again, it's like this happened a while ago and this was this was its own uh this own thing. So we're gonna jump This is ahead. a movie waiting to happen. <laughs> it absolutely is. Um so we're gonna we're gonna kinda skip ahead here. Um after this letter, the couple stopped bringing their children to the house and pro- postponed their plans of moving in. They just halted. Oh, wow. They said, nope, we're not going to do it. Uh, after several weeks passed by, a third letter arrived that just said, where have you gone to? 657 Boulevard is missing you. <gasps> yep. Oh, God. So flash forward to the spring of 2016, two years later after the first letter arrived, the Broadus family found someone to rent the home. 
The family had full-grown children and two large dogs. They had a clause in the lease that let them out if there was another letter. After two weeks of living in the house, a letter arrived. Son of a bitch. This fucking watcher guy, dude, girl, whatever. Non-denominational. And, the, and that last letter, I, I think this is the last one. I, I've got to jump ahead. But uh, the, the letter, two years later, this is what it said. Okay. To the vile and spiteful Derek and his wench of a wife, Maria, do you wonder who the watcher is? Turn around, idiots. Maybe you even spoke to me, one of the so-called neighbors who has no idea who the watcher could be, or maybe you do know and are too scared to tell anyone. Good move. I walked by the news trucks when they took over my neighborhood and mocked me. I watched as you watched from the dark house in an attempt to find me. Telescopes and binoculars are wonderful inventions. 657 Boulevard survived your attempted assault and stood strong with its army of supporters barricading its gates. My soldiers of the boulevard followed my orders to a T. They carried out their mission and saved the soul of 657 Boulevard with my orders. All hail the Watcher. And it what? seemed like that was the end. Like everything was fine. Okay. Until they kept reading this last paragraph. Out of nowhere, this is what it said. Okay. Maybe a car accident. Maybe a fire. Maybe something as simple as a mild illness that never seems to go away but makes you feel sick day after day after day after day after day. Maybe the mysterious <laughs> Maybe the mysterious death of a pet. Loved ones die suddenly, planes and cars and bicycles crash, bones break. You are despised by the house and the watcher won. Okay, quick clarification. This was written about the renters, correct? This was written about the owners of the house when the renters took over. So this was a letter that was saying you moved out, I win, you lose. I hope nothing bad happens to you, but it probably will. Who is this fucker? I hope he rots in hell. Yeah, it is absolutely crazy. Time time went by, the renters... Okay. Please tell me there's like some kind of wrapping this up into the neat little bow in the end, because I'm freaking the fuck out. Oh, I, 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 I wish there was. <laughs> oh. Um the renters decide to stay in the house after more cameras were installed around the house. As time passed, the investigation of the watcher hampered. There were no digital trail, there was no fingerprints, and no way to place someone at the scene of the crime. However, the Broadus hired an FBI profiler who was able to conclude the handwriting on the letter was likely an older person. When the letters were sent to the Westfield police, DNA of a woman was found on one envelope, but they failed to place a suspect. The Broaddus family's next move was to sue the Woods family for failing to reveal the threatening letter they'd receive. However, things didn't turn out the way the Broadduses expected. The judge ruled there was little evidence to prove that the prior owners had any relation to the Watcher and rejected the case. After the, their defeat, oh, wow. the couple decided to sell the house and get rid of it once and for all. Although, due to a local reporter, the story of the house became a sensational topic in the media. Now that the Watcher became a nationwide subject, the chances of finding a buyer decreased rapidly. Until. Until. Kitsy few, made an offer. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Until a few months ago when someone decided to purchase the house and are, is living into it to this day with no letter currently. So that's your. No letter. Okay. No letter. So yeah. So someone is living in it now. There are multiple theories and I'm going to run through them super quick. Um, there, okay. are th there are theories that say that it was all a scam, that 
the Broadus family themselves were writing the letters and reporting them because they wanted to get out of the house. They came in, bought the house, renovated the house, and were going to flip the house or return the house to the owners because before they moved into this $1.3 million home, they lived in a $315,000 home. Oh, okay. And they were getting buyer's remorse. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. It is absolutely crazy. The watcher has not That's been That's the part identified. of HGTV they don't show you, is that you can't flip the house, so you want to send it back. So we write not nasty letters to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's still, I mean, there are people who still um, think that it was the Langford family, uh, which is a neighbor of 657 Boulevard, was the suspected watcher. Um, they, the, was there a little old lady? That maybe just didn't like the people? It was Michael Langford's sister who they think was the one who was writing all the notes and stuff. But Michael had, who was the neighbor, had a perfect view into the house, got to know the family because they were their neighbor at a barbecue, and he was the one who who was who was writing the letters. Oh. Hate yep. him. Even yep. if he didn't do it, still don't like him. <laughs> yeah, well the, the Langfords lived in the house since the 60s which is the era in which the watcher claimed their father had guarded and michael's father who was the neighbor died 12 years before the first letter arrived which could lead back to the declaration of the watcher to have done the job of watching for the better part of two decades Uh, okay so far that makes most sense yeah so those are really the only two theories that have circulated that it was the neighbor or it was the actual broadduses themselves but um, as of, and I don't have it pulled up. Let's see, 657 Boulevard. I, I want to say. I've wanna... never heard this story before. That was so good. Yeah. August 9th, 2019, sold the home and took a very, very substantial loss on it. Wow. So that's so it. So somebody won, and it wasn't the watcher. It was the new owners. And so... Even if it was like an elderly lady that was writing the letters, like the DNA or whatever, she's probably dead now and can't write letters. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there are multiple things that it could, could stop it, but I think it, it could be so many things. But the fact that the new people who are living there haven't said anything about the letters means that it was they, just... Though? Probably not. I mean, maybe they they wouldn't want the press because it would be all over them but again i think this goes back to to the story two weeks ago it's like the mystery of is this ever going to be solved or is this something that's yeah. going to kind of fall into the category of it was a mystery and always will be yeah i, d- I do love that the police researched it because at first i was thinking oh it's a fucking ghost and they can write and they're amazing and i i mean if these new people get a letter i'm going that route because it's been a hot minute and the old lady's probably dead. Yeah. It's it's so interesting because when you look up the story and you and you search 657 Boulevard, a lot of articles that come up are the haunting of 657 Boulevard. So that hasn't been ruled out that it could potentially be a true haunting. I kind of hope so. Kind of bummed nothing's happened with the new people or if they're just, you know, Keeping the letters to sell at auction to Zach Bagans, which I could totally see that being a thing. Oh, absolutely. I, and I'm, I need to double check, and I feel bad for not doing the research, but I'm pretty sure Blumhouse approached 
the original family to buy the rights to make a movie about it. Oh, I hope that happens. I'm so pretty bad. sure. I'm pretty sure. They, I think they made a pretty penny off of it, but I, they, there might have been an issue when they... This was this was years ago. I think there might have been an issue when they were the they were the potential suspects, and so I think Blumhouse might have lost the deal oh. because they faked it or could potentially have faked it allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, which is going to be our new catchphrase. We like you said, we need shirts that just say allegedly. It's got to happen. Yep. Oh shit, we do not have time for a story, but if you have a story, you should send it into Oddity Files crew at gmail.com because we love your stories i'm gonna have to talk nick into recording an odisode with me where we just read y'all stories because we've got a nice little build-up going on and i would love to get back to the good old-fashioned odisodes of just telling y'all stories but guys you're amazing don't forget about our rate and review contest we didn't have anybody submit last month so we don't have a winner which means get on it guys that means leave a review about this podcast anywhere you can. Take a screen grab of it. Send it to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. We'll put you in for a drawing. And don't forget about the little contest, our little Instagram contest we got going on right now where you find our video about the giveaway of the K2 meter and you tag two friends. You make sure you're following us on Instagram at oddityfiles and you click the link in our bio and join our mailing list and you're in for the contest for a free K2 meter. Look at the good we do. Heck yeah. You can do all your good. You can bring it on your rando nautica trips. Oh, I should totally bring one just in case. 100%. I should send you one too. <laughs> I'm not doing any spooky shit. You know that. I'm going to do the, the hope. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find $30. You're going to be like, I want to find butterflies. <laughs> oh, guys, this is Oddity Files, the podcast. I'm Kitsy Duncan, and... I'm Nick Floyd. And where does the new cool... Ghost on. See ya. <laughs> Rando Nautica on. <laughs> <laughs> Oddity Files is an independent production. Intro music created by DJ Jimmy. Wah, wah. 2020 artwork created by me, Kitsy Duncan. The opinions expressed in this podcast are ours and ours alone. Well, maybe yours too. If you like the show and would like to support us, visit oddityfiles.com and click on support or go to patreon.com slash oddityfiles. Every little bit helps with both the podcast and the TV show. You can also support us by watching Oddity Files on Amazon Prime. It's free to Prime members and dirt cheap to those who aren't. You can find us on all the social media sites at Oddity Files. Keep spreading the word by sharing, retweeting, and reposting. Join our Oddity Files Facebook group by searching Oddity Files Fan Group and click join. We'll approve you as soon as we can. All weirdos are welcome not into that social media stuff tell your co-workers family even the weird guy who just won't stop talking to you in line for coffee oh and grandma your grandma will love us we appreciate each and every one of you and if it weren't for you we have no idea what we would do with our lives if you have a story you'd like to submit send it on in at oddityfilescrew at gmail.com 
Also, send in story ideas, silly, weird memes, or just positive vibes to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. You can also call in and leave that in a voicemail. Call us at 317-300-6699. To contact us about an appearance, reach out at kitsy at oddityfiles.com. When you have a sec, rate, review, and subscribe. We know it doesn't sound like much, but it really helps us get up there on the podcasting charts. And remember, kids, weird is the new cool. Ghost on. Um, why are you still here? Go on. Get out of here. Turn it off. It's done. Really? I swear, go. Get. Serious, I'm out of here.